Well, our next guest has done just about everything in rugby league, manhandled countless opponents while playing for well, the Dragons, Brisbane, Queensland and Australia. But his most recent role has been as Fiji Airways Head of Security for the Proven Summons Trophy in Las Vegas. And it's great to speak to Gordon Tallis joining us all the way from the US. Gordy, hello, yeah. mate. How are you? I'm fantastic. How, mate, do you know what? Do you know why I had to bring it right? Because one of the guys on the show, and you know who I'm talking about, the last time he had his hands on the trophy, he broke it. So that's why, that's why they got it here. And it was perfect. PG Airways looked after it all the way. Uh, now, dare yeah. I look dangerous, Daly, don't we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, Gordy, you, you look tough with those shorts on. <laughs> oh, mate, mate, you know what, mate, that was the greatest thing about PG. So we went over there, and like it's such a laid back, beautiful country. So I had the so, like, as a security guard, I had to have the board shorts on, but I had to have business up the top and party down the stairs. So it was perfect. And Fiji Airways, they'd look after us all, wouldn't they, Gordy? <laughs> yeah, yeah, mate, all the way. So it was, uh, it was, um, it was actually great service. That was, um, that was the first time that I've ever flown them, but I'm gonna go back and do it again. That's that's one million percent. And what a beautiful country, Bulla. Yeah, and dare I ask, did someone have a crack at getting to the greatest prize in rugby league? No, no, no. Well, do you know why? Because when we got the big, it was supposed to be a surprise because then obviously Melbourne Storm um, and the Knights were playing there. So we were taking the trophy like around. All they wanted to do was touch it. It was like the Holy Grail because uh, obviously, you know, um, you know, sport over there and they obviously don't get, you know, some of the bigger sports going there to play. So uh, to see that and you know, especially with the Fijian players that we have in our competition, well, I played with two of the greatest and Lottie Fakiri and Petro Sivanasiva. So you know, to go back to their villages, but to have these young kids, you know, to sort of see this trophy that some of their heroes have sort of touched and held and play for every weekend, um, it was a uh, it was a special little moment, actually. Gordy, you're on the ground here in Vegas, as am I, and I just feel the excitement growing. Did you ever yeah. think four or five years ago that the NRL would launch a season in Vegas? And how exciting is it to be a part of? And what are you expecting? Yeah. On Saturday well, well, night. Well, I'm expecting. Well, like I'm staying where the players are. They've 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 got their game face on. I would never have imagined that Elvis Presley and all the superstars that have come to the bright lights for entertainment to make their name to have their name up in lights. And our game is playing here. And you know, there's two ways to look at it. You know, like I don't think we're ever going to be the number one dance in America. And yeah, you know, well, not in my lifetime, but. If it's good enough for Manchester United to come out and play in Australia and San Diego Chargers came out about 15 years ago and brought it and the LA Dodgers come and played at the SCG, why isn't it good enough to take our product over point. to, you know, probably the entertainment capital of the world? And there is a bit of a buzz. I was playing golf um, on the California coast and there, um, and there was a caddy and he wasn't caddying for me. He was talking about rugby and he was kept on saying rugby because they don't say rugby league and they don't know the difference. But he knew that rugby was coming to America. So um, it is working and there is a fair bit of hype over here. And I just hope that it's a great product and they put on a show for the people that come out to watch. Yeah, Gordy, that's what I was going to ask. How important is it that these first two games are, you know, of that high standard? And, and in, included in that is the refereeing. How important yeah. is we see that that origin style or grand final style refing where it's open footy and, and it is about entertaining? Yeah, well, it is, right? So, like, you've got to sell your product, but you've got to be true to it as well. Don't forget, they're still playing for competition points. So, 
So like I do I I do hope that the coaches don't spoil it because the players will get away with whatever they can and they put so much pressure on referees and we've all watched it over the years. But, you know, the way the grand final was refereed, I think the way State of Origin, um, you would like to think that the teams are going to come over here and put on a show and it is about entertainment. But at the end of the day, they got two points to win. But um, it is a smaller ground, right? So um, it's like when we played over in England, Laurie, that uh, they're smaller grounds. But, Clarky, you know that... You, know, you play at certain things, and it doesn't really affect you if yeah. you're really good at what you do. So uh, maybe the kickers might might have to adjust a little bit, but um, when you're in the middle and you put on your plays, it shouldn't it shouldn't matter too much on you know the size of the ground. But let's just hope that you know that there's footy like we saw in the grand final, just yeah. open and open, hard, clean with you know the superstars standing up. Talking of that grand final, Gordy, the Brisbane Broncos lost in that last 20 minutes and they're over here taking on the Roosters. How have you seen them progress from last year? And a lot of people are talking about them being premiership favourites in their eyes. Um, Where are they at in your mind and what do they have to do a little bit better? Are they uh, a weakened squad because of the losses of Farnworth and Fleurler or do you just think someone will step up and fill the breach? Yeah, well, 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 like they have to. Like Penrith have been getting chipped away for the last four or five years, and so has Melbourne Storm, the players, and Brisbane. Yeah, that's the salary cap working, and you know, uh, Herbie and Flegler are, are going to be big losses. But I like Pierre Cura coming in, and I like Kovac going to the centre. So I do like Brisbane, and you know, is there going to be a hangover? And I know that they addressed. You know, their first sixty minutes were absolutely spectacular. Right, they Penrith were perfect. Penrith played nearly the perfect game of rugby league. How, how many sides have done that in a big, you know, in a big dance? And, and, and Penrith was so clinical. And Brisbane nearly beat them. And uh, they had to address, I thought that they did stop playing. I thought that they thought that they'd won it. But you can't do that when you're playing a championship side. So um, just as long as they address that. But I don't think there's going to be too much head noise going into the season. I think the way that they've all improved, I think the, I think the experience of Ezra Mam in a big game, I think, you know, Reese Walsh at the back playing State of Origin, and I think when you lose something, Laurie, and then like the Novelos Grand Finals, and it makes you so hungry never to feel that way again. Well, that's what, you know, like, and that's the way I felt. And they have Kevy there as well, and I don't know how many he's lost, but I'm sure that they would have addressed it as a group. And um, I think, I don't know whether they're favourites. I still think Penrith are going to be the favourites, but they should be up there neck and neck. What about Manly and the Bunnies, Gordy? Obviously, the Bunnies disappointing last year not to make the eight, and there's always high expectation with them. But I don't think I've heard Manly be spoken about like this in a long time. The expectation around them is it's huge now. Yeah, the expectation around Tommy Turbo. Tommy Turbo stays fit; they can beat anybody. Uh, Luke Brooks, the way he finished with the Tigers, and you know what? He got that amazing barbecue off the club, so maybe he's had the Manly boys <laughs> over and he's, and he's been having a barbecue to bond a little bit. So, so mate, 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 no, listen, I think, I think, I think Manly are the dark horse in the competition. I think if they stay fit, you know, with Cherry Evans, like there's, you know, he's a great experienced halfback. Tommy's unbelievable. They've got Luke Brooks now that he's got a great kicking game down the other side of the field. So I think Manly are a dark horse, but. South, um, we did a show over here called 360, and, and then I spoke to Latrell behind, and he said he's in. He actually said to me, he goes, it's the best mental space and physically I've felt in a long, long time. I've had a really good preseason. So, and he looked fit and he looked happy and he's bouncing around. So, that's a game that's hard to hard to judge. But I think with South with their combinations, I think they've played a bit more football. So, you think Cody 
and Luttrell, I think they'll gel just a little bit, just a little bit sooner. Yeah, well, uh, no one's under more pressure than them, though, are they, Gordy? When you no, talk no. About well, well, mate, especially when Sam Burgess, like, you know, I think he's arguably one of their greatest ever players. You know, if you talk about Sattler with the broken jaw, you saw what Sam Burgess did in that jersey and the way that all unfolded last year. So, South, a bit like, you know, most other clubs, they got no excuses this year. So, you know, um, it was, um, it's going to be uh, certainly watch this space, but they look fitter, uh, they look happier, and obviously time will tell, but they are under pressure because it's, it's such a big brand in our game. And what can we expect from Matty John show this year, Gordy? And I saw you come over and, and filmed some stuff in Vegas uh, late last year. It looks like yeah. there's going to be plenty of things happening this year. Yeah, well, I just saw Matty, Matty John's in the foyer. It looks like that he spent the night in the desert. So, um, <laughs> Alan? And, 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 and Fletch and Heine, uh, I haven't seen since they arrived like two days ago. But no, mate, it, it, it's a, you know what, it's probably you know, my favourite hour because we sit there and the game's a star and Matty's just allowed the game, Laurie, and then you come on every week as well, you know, and and, and with, you know, sitting with, you know, three guys that I've played with and we don't take it too serious and we just realise that the current players and the game we played is, you know, are the most important but it's certainly fun and sitting with Fletch, you just never know. I'm actually more nervous sitting on a couch with Brian Fletcher than I have been for any game I've ever played in my life. <laughs> uh, Gordy, yeah, go lots. No, 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 I, I was about to say, I'm the same there with Fletch because he, you never know. You never know where his head's yeah. going to well, go. Well, well, mate, Laurie's trying to be serious and he's reading out the odds <laughs> and Fletcher's touching him. <laughs> he's in appropriate areas. He's, mate, he's sitting there laughing. He's making, like, mate, he's such a juvenile kid. He's made it. He makes fart noises with his hands and all that stuff. It's just, mate, and it's distracting. And then the camera's on you, and then you're laughing. You see big bears head with the crooked finger just sitting there laughing at you. Uh, mate, mate, like it's like that annoying kid that never gets in trouble by the teacher, but he makes everybody else get in trouble. That's what Ryan Fletcher is. Oh, my God. What's on the cards today or the next couple of days um, then, Gordy? Mate, uh, I'm going to have uh, lunch. Uh, I've got a day off, and then I'm going to the launch. Is that Fremont Street? So uh, I've never been to Old Vegas. So uh, they got the Stafford Brothers. So they got a big DJ thing there, um, where all the fans. I think the teams are going to go, and it starts at six o'clock. So I might go down Old Vegas and uh, have a couple of brewskis, maybe even a margarita. Can you get Loz like out of his room, Gordy? Mate, oh, mate what's wrong with Straighty One Eighty's been in there drinking his bottles of water. Can you get him get him amongst it? He's currently eating hey. a banana. Hey, look at him for us to watch. He's on, us, a, you know, he's on, he's on a diet hey. and a detox and goes to Vegas for it. Hey, are you serious, Loz? Hey. Mate, you know, I want to see old Laurie Daly come out. Oh. I want to see the Laurie. Yes. No, you don't. Hey, Day Daly. Hey, mate, he's an A grader when he gets going. Mate, I tell you what. Mate, he played at the Raiders, right, for all those years. And they don't, and, in, and his nickname with all of his teammates is Ledge. You don't get Legend for no reason. <laughs> Had nothing to do with on the field, let me tell you. No, 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 I know. I know. Where is that man, Lloyd? Get him back out of that closet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'll stick to my banana. <laughs> the most natural thing I've seen you do. <laughs> oh, hey, great yeah. to chat to you, Gordy, and enjoy. Yeah. It's, it's a pleasure. Thanks, guys.